Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 29 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. So today's topic is nitpicking, nagging, and controlling your spouse. What could go wrong? Nothing. That's nothing. those are those are very healthy actions to take towards each other in a marriage. Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, this actually came from one of our listeners. Um, she had reached out to us via Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll just read her exact quote so we can kind of. It, this is what prompted us to to do the topic today because she asked for it. So she just she wrote into us. She said. I have been looking for resources on how to not nag my husband and how to stop trying to control him. I nitpick and it drives me, drives him into crazy anger. I try to stop and then I mess up and it's driving us apart. Do you have any recommendations or could you cover this in a future podcast? So first off, thank you to our listener for reaching out and, and obviously, you know, asking us our opinion or our thoughts and um, this is definitely something that I feel like maybe we've touched on here or there. Um, But just to kind of look at, this situation right. and, um, and have an opportunity to speak, um, or have a conversation around it. Now, these can be very minor or, or very serious and dangerous issues inside of a marriage. You know, while we certainly have some fun discussing this today, we recognize right. we're not marriage counselors. Um, and the best course of action might just be seeking professional help altogether. Um, yeah. Cause you know, she wrote in, so let's kind of break this down. Yeah. Right. And so I also, <laughs> I'm almost putting kind of an asterisk here, um, you know, as a man and as a husband, you know, please know that my heart hurts for this wife. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, I, I think she's in serious territory, not like, oh, I nitpick my husband and it bugs him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when she says it's driving us apart, she's reaching out to us. So we, we thank you for that. And we also, I just want to say my heart does go out to you on yeah. this. So please don't take some of our, our joking about situations and laughing about stuff that we've gone through Mm -hmm. as any way that we're kind of downplaying the seriousness. Right. Not at all. Right. So we just want to, I just wanted to kind of say, you know, we're speaking through our lens, but we do recognize how impactful this is. So please, Mm -hmm. if you are listening to this episode and you're the one that wrote us in, please don't, don't, uh, you know, please don't take any of our joking as downplaying your you know, what's, what's impacting your marriage. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so let's, let's kind of talk through the quote. So we're going to, you know, really focus on each of those mm-hmm. nitpicking and then nagging and then and controlling. controlling. Yeah. Cause they're all very different, but definitely there's links between each one. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, big picture controlling your spouse kind of goes hand in hand with nagging and nitpicking. Cause those are mm-hmm. kind of tools that you can use to, manipulate or control your spouse if done negatively, right? Yeah. I think, you know, with controlling your spouse, how it kind of goes hand in hand with that is, you know, with nagging or nitpicking, ultimately they could be trying to really just mold you into what they want. Right. Which is very controlling. Right. Um, so what would you, what would you consider nitpicking? Yeah. Uh, I think nitpicking is, is finding fault in things that, um, that ultimately really don't, maybe don't matter, but mm-hmm. just that annoy you that are different, that are just something you're not, that you just, just annoys you. That's when, when I, when I, I think annoyance, when I hear the word nitpicking. Okay. Right. Like I'm annoyed at this. So I'm just going to like, just dig at him about whatever. And it can be little things, right? It's nitpicking almost by, it almost sounds like little things. To me, it sounds like little things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing major, but like, you know, realistically you come into a marriage and you both have, I mean, everybody has little things that annoy everyone, right? I mean, you're not marrying somebody who's a carbon copy of you. So there may be things that over time 
become irritable. <laughs> but but when we're talking about nitpicking, I feel like it's almost like, you know, you're just da, 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 like you don't stop you yeah. know, highlighting all of the things that you you find, you know, to be false in this person. Yeah. I, I mean, I spouse. see a big difference between like nitpicking and nagging as far as how we see it. Mm-hmm. Nagging is about over like some event or something that you need or want. Whereas mm-hmm. nitpicking is like finding fault in the other person. Right. And you, you know, you had, we had talked about this earlier is, you know, a lot of times it's, it's the person has just unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. of the other person and just instead of discussing it with them, they just, they just dig at them. Yeah. You know, nitpick over little things. Um, you know, I don't think nitpicking over big things is like, oh, you didn't pay the bills. Like that's not nitpicking. That's no, like that's fundamental like, like issues, but you're it's putting like our life at risk. That's different versus why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? Or, you know, just little things like leaving your socks on the floor or, you know, or leaving the toilet toilet seat seat up. up. That one's one that you'd nitpick at me about. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of outnumbered in this house with the toilet seat up. Let's be real. You know, it's like all of the toilet seats up. I can't get one with it down. (laughs) Sorry. That's an unrealistic request. Um, you know, I think, you know, we, we were talking about how, um, you know, 2020 Mm -hmm. with this lockdown and everybody being home, I would venture to say, I mean, we already know that there's mental health issues are skyrocketing because Mm -hmm. of people being isolated, but I, I'd bet that there's a lot of nitpicking because there's just so Mm -hmm. much visibility to each other. Right. Right. And so I bet you in 2020, it's increased quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. I obviously we, neither one of us really knows if maybe this particular couple, Mm -hmm. they're now experiencing a different day to day, um, just, you know, life as far as like, well, they're probably both working from home and who knows, maybe they have the kids that are at home as well doing virtual learning. And so maybe that's what's caused this whole nitpicking and nagging situation. It may not have existed last year. I don't know, but you know, this is probably, something I don't that read that into this. Okay, I, I let's read, just say, right. Right. I understand what you're saying. I just, saying I think for her, year. for her, I, the way she's worded that, like, it sounds like this has been an ongoing problem deeper okay. than just nitpicking. Right. But I think she year. uses nitpicking. Uh huh. And it's much deeper than that. It's not nitpicking. It's, it's But we don't know. So like, we if don't. we're just reading uh, We're reading this, in between the lines a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I say, you know, nitpicking, nitpicking, because obviously, you know, you can nitpick at a million different things. And like we said, there can be minor things. But I do think right now in the midst of this pandemic, you're around your spouse day in and day out. You usually get that break, that eight hour break, or when your husband right. or your wife goes to work. You go off and you do your own thing and you may even live in an area where you don't even have an open gym to even just get that hour away from the house. Right. So now you're recognizing every single annoying thing. If you, you let know? it. If you let it. Yeah. Right. But I think people are probably experiencing that more. So now, especially if you've been married for a really long time, maybe those little things that before were like, ah, not a big deal. Now you're like, that's all you oh think about gosh. like every day. I'm going to lose all my day. mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they chew so loud or, you know, they, like, chewing so loud. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I hate of the way you chew. Remember, these are little things. Nitpicking are, they're minor things. Yeah. It's not, not paying the bills. It's, you know, oh, they leave but their they shoes can, laying around or. It can build resentment over not time. Not putting the toothpaste cap back on. That was one that was, I, I used to nitpick about. It's still. You would. Yes. It still kind of bugs me. Okay, but here's the thing. You know what else solution. my wonderful, beautiful wife does? Get your own toothpaste. If we uh, don't that share was a tooth, our, that was our that's solution. What we did. And guess and then, what? It's never been a problem. I have my toothpaste <laughs> and you have yours. Easy Another thing peasy. my wonderful wife does is anytime she puts on like a roll of toilet paper or a roll of paper towel, she always <laughs> does it backwards. This is debatable. This is debatable. Okay. But you versus the world. Who says so, it has to go that way? I mean, does it world. come with instruction? Toilet paper must be. So this is one that I actually just started noticing the last few years, any, anyhow, but you mentioned if you've been married a long time and you've kind of gotten a routine, but I think the opposite's true too. What's that? I think that for a lot of younger couples, mm-hmm. you newly married couples, you're learning to live with each other. And so after that kind of honeymoon phase where everything is great, those things start getting highlighted in your head. Mm-hmm. You see things that bug you. Right. And you're not used to living with another human being as a, as mm-hmm. your wife or your husband, that's new. Right. And so I'd be, I would caution both husbands and wives to kind of mentally take a note of like, man, what do I nitpick? Even if sometimes if it's not, you don't 
verbalize it like that really bugs me when you do this right it could kind of be building some like annoyance and anger inside of you that you maybe lash out in other ways maybe you don't even realize you're doing it so i would caution younger couples Mm -hmm. to look at things that that they're nitpicking each other about and it's really just learning to live with each other and growing together that's true and you may go into it i feel like i saw a meme recently and it was like um you know, what I envisioned life to be like once we got married and my husband <laughs> and it was like a meme of um, Chip and Joanna Gaines and they're like mm. us in quarantine, like fixing all the things. And then the <laughs> other side of it was real life in quarantine. It was like they're still in their pajamas and the house is a mess and it's like four o'clock in the afternoon right. and they're like out of shape now, like yeah. real life, you know, like, <laughs> like five so year maybe, engagement. Are you going to get dressed today? <laughs> still in your bunny suit. Um, but maybe they're going into it. And I think maybe people are going into couples are going into the marriage with unrealistic expectations right. or let's say they have been married for a long time mm-hmm. and you know, they're no longer wearing those rose colored glasses. I'm still wearing mine. Mm. Yeah. I'm still wearing them. <laughs> as am I <laughs> um, but maybe they have unrealistic expectations based on what they think other people are experiencing mm-hmm. in a marriage and it may or maybe that's why I say we kind of touched on this before with comparison mm-hmm. um, but it could be that or it could be maybe just this driving force you know that maybe they're not recognizing but this need for perfectionism which doesn't exist but if that's the case and it's their own internal issue and then they're projecting that on their spouse right. you know because they have this like this pressure for perfectionism in their marriage in their home or in their life in general so you had written down a note on this of kind of cautioning you know is this creating a vicious cycle could you kind of what do you mean by that yeah because so, i think it's really insightful okay well i mean i i think of it this way like if i'm nitpicking you or if you're nitpicking me um only you uh, yeah i only i'm the only one who nitpicks um (laughs) but we both may react differently but it's still going to it's still going to trigger a reaction Mm -hmm. so for you you may feel oh my gosh my wife doesn't respect me or jackie doesn't respect me and then you get angry okay Mm -hmm. and you may not you may not verbalize you may not say anything but it could be a slow buildup. And as a result, you'll react in other ways. It could be you're going to isolate yourself, be cold to me, and it's a vicious cycle. Then I get angrier or then I start to notice more, you know, and it could just continuously go on and just snowball into other things. Now, I think, you know, another example would be like, let's say you were nitpicking at me, telling me that I'm irresponsible with our finances or constantly nitpicking about my spending, mm-hmm. you know, ugh, another purchase on Amazon, which I don't buy anything on Amazon ever, ever. I'm, I mean, never. I it's never, not coming twice a day. I've never seen the Amazon truck stuff at our house, <laughs> but let's say that I were think the our case. dog knows all the Amazon delivery drivers know at him, this point. Or yeah, they know right? him. Um, so let's say that was the case and you were constantly nitpicking about every little, just to kind of give an example mm-hmm. about my spending, you know? of how this could turn into like a cycle that just yeah, is I'm not saying this is a real example, but I think this may right. be existing for other people. Then I decide, you know what? I'm going to hide my spending mm-hmm. and I decide to be sneaky with the spending and I take money out at the grocery store. So you don't know, I took cash out here or I That's go take out a credit card. Baloney, you know, every know. penny. Well, that's, but we share everything. We do. We share everything. But And then I go get a hidden credit card and I go Mm -hmm. and do this. That's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. That's how things can turn into a vicious cycle. I mean, it started with like, that started with the nitpicking, right? you know, and the constant, like, you know, everybody has a breaking point, you know, because if that person doesn't recognize what they're doing, how do you expect the other person not to react? You know what I mean? Sure. That's why I say it can become a vicious cycle. And it, and it sounds like in this situation, she said, I nitpick and it drives him into crazy anger. So every time I, that's why I say either he's, if that's, if that's it, mm-hmm. let's just say she ended the, the, the request there, right? She just ended her, her note to us. Right. I'd say that guy's got an anger problem because if he's going into quote crazy anger over being nitpicked, that's why then she goes on and says, I nag him and then I stop, then I, you know, I do it again and then it's right. driving us apart. I try to control him. So like this is even, even in her own like, note, it's devolving into mm-hmm. what I think is really the case here. And she's trying to control him and he's, that's what's causing the, the crazy anger mm-hmm. or he's got an anger problem that needs to be addressed. And that's why we said off the top, right? This one's, this one could be pretty deep. 
as could. far as as far as they need to both sit down and and well, it's hard because you know obviously we're just kind of going off of right. the initial kind of situation or and seeing know, it through our lens and how we've dealt with some of these situations too mm-hmm. right and so anyhow well and 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 also you're only seeing it from from her perspective right. so you know what she may view as crazy anger he may just view as you know yeah I flew off the handle and then thirty seconds later or it I'm may fine. not even being he flew off the handle or you he know, snapped he for a second because a lot of men second. do that they and I do that. And what? I, <laughs> no, but and it's a it's something I've had to learn, and you've helped me. Is I'll get angry, yell. I've got like a deeper voice. It echoes in the house, and then as far are as are you I, a tornado of anger <laughs> swirling about? <laughs> um, I'll get angry for like ten seconds, and then be fine. Yeah. And then in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I expect everybody else to be like, oh, dad's fine. Everything's cool. But yeah, I just left a trail of like fear or startlement <laughs> or sheer destruction. Sheer but no, you know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's just something stupid that I get mad at, it shocks people in the house. Mm-hmm. And that I don't want to say it's scarring, but it's at least jarring. Right. So it's like, anyhow, we're kind of going off the tangent about anger. But well, when I just say crazy anger, you know what I mean? Like that. Obviously, we're only taking I feel, how she yeah. views it as crazy anger. He may not, you know, right. so but either way. She is saying he is reacting to it. So it's upsetting right. him. And it's, she said it's driving us apart. So yeah. there's, there's a deeper stuff. So for pure nitpicking, mm-hmm. if we're going to kind of leave it, if, if that's level one, just nitpicking, some of the things we talked about around, you know, how do you, how do you kind of move past that and evolve or mm-hmm. not evolve? That sounds weird, but like grow together. Okay. Right. And I think, um, there's some really specific things I think you can do here. One, mm-hmm. especially in 2020 is really intentionally show grace to the other person. Yeah. Like really intentionally say, I'm not going to even worry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not worrying about that. I, I don't care. I'm going to let it not bother me. Yeah. Don't sweat the small don't stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Right. Um, you know, I think that <laughs> um, maybe ask yourself, you know, in a year, is this really going to matter? Okay, you know what? Some things will matter in a year. Like, yeah. so if you leave the toilet seat up, and let's say I get up like at three a.m. and I fall into the toilet a year from now because you're still leaving it up, that still matters. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> That'd be a good story. Now you're like that. I would tell crossed. that I would tell at every every time we go out. No, um, but I mean, I guess it's more about putting it in perspective. It's kind of mm-hmm. long that don't sweat the small stuff. Kind of same idea as like that's your bride. Mm-hmm. Does that does that really matter? Is yeah. it worth fighting over? getting angry about for your own self. Um, something that I've tried to do. And I think this is actually helpful as we've kind of grown together. Mm -hmm. And part of that is we've actually used the word grace a lot more with each other. Mm -hmm. I think over the last like two years, two and a half years is like, babe, I need some grace here, please. Or you saying, show me grace, Tommy. Right. It kind of puts things in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I've been kind of like having fun with some of it. Like we can kind of intern it instead of letting it bother me. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll joke each other around it and have a good we laugh. Do. Right. Yeah. Or I'll make a little game of, all right, I'm going to walk around and turn all the toilet paper rolls around and all the paper mm-hmm. towel rolls around in the house. Um, or if you always sweep up your piles and then don't, uh, don't throw them the little piles in the trash uh, till later. This is a huge, I know it's a pet peeve of yours and I don't do it to irritate you. I know you don't. It's just funny why you do it. I don't get it. Because I, really I don't. like to sweep up the piles and then vacuum up the pile. So I'll sweep right. them up. Except and you go just back, forget about it and, and you move on to something else. And then there's a little <laughs> tiny pile of dust in the kitchen floor. Or something. Yeah. And I've got mine. I know the toilet seat. I leave my shoes everywhere. You leave, leave. And here's the thing. I'm actually neater with my Because your shoes anymore. are so enormous. I've tripped over your <laughs> shoes. That's actually almost caused an injury. Okay. That's my concern with the whole shoe situation. I, I, I will gladly put your shoes where they belong, but it's when I trip over them that yes, maybe, maybe it'll set me off. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, you know, like making it, well, I'll tell the analogy here in a second, but like. Make it something fun that's just between you and the two of you, right? I know sweeping up piles of dust is not unique to me and you, but mm-hmm. when we joke about it, it is. It's us. That's our thing. It's between me and you. Right. It's like Robin Williams in uh, Good Will Hunting, remember? He was saying mm-hmm. What's that? That was his wife used to fart in her sleep, 
And he, that's like the thing he remembers the most about it. Cause it was unique. It was, it was shared between just the two of them. And then but we, you can't nitpick somebody about farting in their sleep. I know, sleep. but How my point is, that? my point is there is like, have fun with it. Like mm-hmm. that was a special memory for him in that movie, you know, as, as that, cause his wife had passed away Yeah, and he would do anything to like have her back in bed farting in, farting <laughs> in his face. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be morbid, but the point is like, right. have fun with it. Way to bring it to a dark place. That's right. It's Tommy. all about farting in bed. Um, well, here's the thing. And I would also say the first thing obviously is, is recognizing that you're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and then of course, you know, obviously the other steps that you had mentioned, but first off recognizing that. And, and even though we've talked about some of the things that maybe we would nitpick or we joke about, we also don't really know what are the things that are maybe triggering her to actually nitpick or nag. So right. we don't know. I mean, that they may be more severe than leaving piles of dust around. I don't know. But I feel like nitpicking is, let's leave that as level one. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Like if we're, we're going to say that's level one, we're nitpick. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like nagging, although I think for us, when we talked about this, the difference in our minds between nagging and nitpicking is more about mm-hmm. nagging is about, I need something done or I want something or I, I'm asking you to do this or I'm asking that right. versus just you do this. Mm-hmm. You are this or whatever. Right. I think it's a little different. Yeah. But, you are this or you don't do this or yeah. well, I do this, you know, I do this, this and this and you never do this. You right. know, that's kind of like nitpicking. Right. 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 Yeah. Hopefully it's easier to kind of fix. Mm-hmm. I think nagging can kind of go a little bit deeper and definitely I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, as we t- kind of diagnose nagging, what you may think is nagging or what I may think is nagging is something that you have a deep seated reason for, mm-hmm. for saying that over and over again. And so I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah. I think, um, so I'll ask you, yeah. when does a request or an ask become nagging? Um, in your book or mine, <laughs> that's why I the asked. second request is a nag to you. Um, and maybe the 15th is, is a nag to me. I'm just teasing. You. <laughs> so when I think about nagging, mm-hmm. cause I feel like, honestly, like I wouldn't say like the second or third time sounds like a nag to me cause I don't recognize it as nagging. Um, I also think it's the way you say it. So it's like Very the way true. I would request. And a lot of times if I'm asking you repeatedly, for something, it's something that I can't do myself. So it could be something that, you know, just because it's a repair that needs to be done in the home that I physically can't do myself, or I'm not tall enough to reach a place, <laughs> which happens most of the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like maybe around maybe the fifth or sixth time it can come across as nagging. And it's probably because of my tone at that point that it comes across as nagging because then I feel like you just don't care. You know, you're like purposely ignoring me. Mm. Fifth or sixth request. It's, it's reached nagging stage long before that. (laughs) That's why I said the second time. If I've been ignoring it or if I've, I I guess, I don't know. This is kind of hard because if it's something I just honestly forgot about and then Mm -hmm. I forgot about it again, Yeah. you know, life's busy. We're all busy. Then it's, not but then truly I get nagging. Yeah. Right. But if it's, I'm just ignoring you and, or I said, I'd do it. And then you kept nagging me about it. And I said, I said, I'd do it. You know, and then it goes, it just yeah. creates this argument. Right. There have been times though, I will mm-hmm. say like, there have been times that I've said, Hey Tommy, can you do whatever X, Y, Z? And you're like, yeah, sure. And then, um, like you never say, no, I'm not going to do that. It's never like that. And it's always a kind request, you know, it's usually something like around the house or something that we really need to get done. And then like, let's say two or three days later, because you said we get busy. Right. Um, and then I'm like, Hey, remember when I asked you about X, Y, Z, can you do that? You never asked me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how busy you are that you'll be like, yeah, 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 sure. I don't even think you heard my request or did I, and then (laughs) I just use that excuse and you just buy it. (laughs) The jig is up. <laughs> the jig's up. Well, I'm about to, I'm going to, I'm about to blow your cover here in a second oh, when we dear. give an example. You go first. What's an example of where I've nagged you or if, if not me, if not me specifically, me? but like men versus women. Okay. So men versus women with nagging. I don't even, I don't know if you would consider this nagging, but 
Well, I mean, you've nagged me, I guess, about the toothpaste, you know, like... That's nitpicking. Is that nitpicking? I don't know. We already agreed that was nitpicking. Okay. Um, I don't know. Would you consider this nagging like, um, like with sex? I feel like men say... I feel like this is a common thing. I'm not saying you are doing this, but... Let's, I'm not saying you haven't ever real. done it. I have done it. No, I'm saying you have done it. I'm not yeah. saying you're doing it now. But I'm going to say this is probably something we you we experienced in our earlier years of marriage because I think it's a maturity thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think men often, and we had experiences before, say, how come um, I'm always the one initiating sex? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a common thing that men nag their wives about. Um which I've done, and it, and it's logically it's counterproductive, right? It's not like the wife's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And now Thanks I'm the one saying, how me. come I'm always, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine by me. <laughs> but I think, but honestly, that's counterproductive. If well, if I'm is. nagging you, what do you think's like, gonna happen? Why don't like... you ever initiate sex? I'm always the one doing it. And you're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, then. now I just, now that really turns me on. Yeah. But, you're going to be irritated. This kind of takes the fun out of it also. Right. It's like, I don't know, killing the mood. Um, all right. Well, I think I'll, I will uh, I will blow the lid off of either your evil genius or your previous What's that? immaturity. So for, for you, one of the things that has as I'm thinking about it now, it really is, it's really something I think is more of an immaturity, like a maturity thing that you've, yeah. you've grown is in the past. I know whether what you're going to say. I, I, I mean, I'm not even going to give a specific example, but it tends to be around repairs or automobile stuff. Okay. And what you've done and you've done it to the point where you've, okay. So let's say you have a, a repair, mm-hmm. right? Tommy, I really want you to, can you just fix that? Can you fix that? Can you fix that? And then it becomes nagging. And then I'm, I've said, yes, I'll get it. I'll get it. Then you go, I'm just going to take care of it myself. <laughs> but and how you're is that? like, that's I'm not going nagging. to, that's not nagging. That's manipulating. It's not manipulating. It's... And it's evil genius. Here's why. Because I get angry and I storm out busy. and then go do it. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Yeah. That's happened when you've literally like, I'm just going to call a plumber. I'm just going to, you know, and I know my limitations. Like I don't mess with electrical. I don't, you know, if it's plumbing that's over my head, I just, you know, I'll call. I'm no problem doing that. (laughs) But when you, when, when I've told you I will fix it yeah, and you're like, I'm just going to call a plumber myself or call a handyman or a painter or whatever that, that blows my lid. That, that, that really like sets me off and you haven't done that in years, but like I haven't, but here's the thing. What do you think I was going to say? I actually knew you were going to say that. And I was going to oh. mention that. I was going to say, you know what? I'm not going to nag. I'm just going to take care of it myself because I know that's just a hot button. Is for that you, what you thought? Jokingly. Oh, oh, um, oh. No, joking. But in the past, did you think, oh, well, were you just angry at me or were you No, because you get sick to... of asking. Like, I didn't want to ask again. So I'd be like, I'm just going to take care of it myself. But if, if I had how, taken care of it. Here's do you see thing. my perspective on that? Hear me out, though. Okay. What if I hadn't said, I'm going to go ahead and take care of it? But I went ahead and took care of it and told you after the fact. Oh, I, I went been, ahead and I got. I would have been equally as angry. Would you really have cared? Honestly, would you really have cared? Yes. In the Men, midst of our busy lives, is it? Well, what is it about? Is it an ego thing or is it like what is it? Yes. When it's it's it's, it's an ego thing. It's it's ego. Yeah. So if I'm not doing it to, but if you know like, that, but, be disrespectful but, or to hurt you, but, but I'm if like, I've you know, told you point, it hurts me, busy. but if I've told you it hurts me when you do that. It hurts my ego. I've even admitted that hurts my ego. I, that makes me feel like you're cutting my, you know, off. And then if you did it after that, yeah, yeah. that's now I'm like, you kidding me? <laughs> well, there were times, but there were times when you were traveling for business that if you're not physically that's here, different. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, I the water heater went out twice while you were gone. It exploded like were twice. Were you angry while that I, was, I took care of it? No, that's different, babe. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. What it is. The is, air condition went out while again, you were gone. Way over my head. Like that, I would, I would have called too. Like mm-hmm. that's an immediate, you got to get it fixed. Not, you know, it, it's more of the minor and the, with the car stuff too. That one really, that yeah. one really bothers me. I don't do that really. I don't do that anymore. I used to do that, but it really, it's, my, I think you've, we've come to a 
uh, we've grown into that. That's something we've grown into. Both my response <laughs> and your. I love how nagging. you're like it's evil genius because I wasn't thinking I'll say this and then it'll motivate him to do it. I was thinking you know I'm just going to tell him I'm going to go ahead and like, do Motivates like there's a positive connotation to the word motivate. It's more of like angrily force his hand. <laughs> um, I did do that. I'm guilty of doing it, but I really, I want you to know that I wasn't thinking I mean, in the back of my mind, like, oh, I'm going to say this because it's a really light a match under his rear to get it done. I right. was thinking along the lines of like, this is me just telling you, look, I'm frustrated asking anymore. I'm just going to go get it done. You know? Right. Which sometimes, and there's been times where we've We've even come to a, uh, an agreement like, you know what? I just don't have the time. I'm yeah. not going to be able to get to it, babe. If you want to just pay somebody or whatever. I, okay. I, so what would you recommend? Like, mm-hmm. um, I think I had asked you this before. So let's say I've asked you three times or five or 10. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then I say, you know what? I'm not going to ask him anymore. I'm just going to put it in his calendar as a reminder. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, that's fine. If it's something that, we, um, have talked about and in, in passing or like, crap, I'm like, crap, I'm sorry. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Could, you know, sometimes I even say, could you just put it in my calendar? Cause we share the our calendar app, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So you wouldn't consider that nagging if I did put it in there. As well, I think you kind of, I, I think you come to an agreement before you do it mm-hmm. that like, Hey, I'm just going to put this in the calendar. You know, let's mm-hmm. just, let's agree that because of our busy lives with the electronic calendars that sync every, you know, device we own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a very easy way to do it and not, not be nagging. And then it, boom, then let the reminders that pop up the calendar reminders be the my nag. Phone, let my phone be the nag. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the better way to communicate it then? Like if you think if you're looking back, okay, I know we've grown from this, right? Mm-hmm. But looking back earlier on in our marriage when I maybe was really nagging or doing yeah. those things, what could I have done differently? Um, well, to back to my example, um, I think that, uh, it's important that the wife and I'm um, just doing this, this specific example, when it was referring to something, let's call it more manly type things, mm-hmm. you know, fixing something in the house and not saying women can't do it and wives can't do it. Everybody's capable. I'm just saying, I don't want to do it. <laughs> well, I grew up doing it. I grew up doing a lot of those if things. I, I know how to do it and I do it, you know, certain things I can do well. Like I said, once it gets past my, my ceiling, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and spend five hours trying to figure out an electrical issue and, you know, possibly like shock myself. Like I'm going to pay, don't do that. I'm going to pay somebody to do that. I think that, um, in that scenario, it's important for the wife to, mm-hmm. to, to say, okay, wait a minute, recognize why he's getting angry about my trying to nagging about these things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cutting him. I'm cutting his ego. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm emasculating him a bit by, you know, in that case of, oh, I'm just going to get, pay somebody to get it done. Mm -hmm. Not, not because, because that's the impression that most men would probably get if it's a scenario where the man said, yeah, I'm going to fix it, babe. I'm going to take care of it. Let me Mm -hmm. take care of it. You know, what's not said there is I'm the man. I'll take care of it. I can do this. Let me do this, you know? And I, I mean, I say that out loud, but it's like, babe, I'll take care of it. And, you're, and yeah, then, I don't think you respond and say, I'm the man. Move. No, well, that's what's going on in our heads. <laughs> well, that's okay. It just, I'm saying you don't say that to me. Like you may say, let me, t-, you do say, babe, let me take care of this. Or I want to take care of this. Mm-hmm. Let me do this. So you asked the other, the others, like, how could you communicate it better? Yeah. How could you um, communicate it better? Or how could I, how can I communicate it better? Honestly, and this is have fun with it. You know, we, I think we talked about this on a previous episode is, you know, make it a little, what's wrong with kind of flirting about it or, you know, <laughs> offering a little quid pro quo. You, Oh, Tommy, Kiper. come on. It's fun. It, you want to talk about motivating a husband, even if you, you don't like follow through, it's just the flirtation of it is fun mm-hmm. and it can kind of literally light the fire. Under his ass. <laughs> All right. So I, I think that's, a, you know, but the reverse, um, you know, how could, how could a husband communicate if they're nagging their wife about something? Yeah. You know, how, from your perspective, how could I communicate better, um, 
you know, when I'm nagging you about something? Um, a lot of it, honestly, with you, if you are nagging me, which I don't really think you nag that much, but I mean, if, if you have nagged me in the past, the thing that sets me off is not really the request. It's really your tone. Mm-hmm. Your tone is probably what would set me off more so than asking whatever the request is. Cause I never, if, if I honestly don't do something, it's because I forgot. Um, I do need to set myself set reminders for myself. I'm can be very forgetful when I get busy with other things, but yeah, I feel like it's more so the tone. Mm-hmm. And then also then I kind of feel like the nagging can sound like nitpicking, you know, it makes me feel like, I don't know. I just feel like then you're angry or irritated and it makes me feel like I'm failing, mm-hmm. you know, that has to do with your tone and your delivery. Um, and that's where I think that the husband needs to be in tune with, you know, what is sensitive to his wife and the yeah. wife needs to be in tune to, you know, what is sensitive to her husband. So like you mentioned, me saying or doing certain things when it comes to nagging would make you feel emasculated or make you feel like you're not the man and, and the husband and you, you want to take care of those things. But also on my end, I feel like if I've made a request and you're not doing it and, you know, I've made a request two, three, four or five times and it's important to me, you're telling me it's not important to you. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that we were talking about this too, and it's something I hadn't even thought about. It's something I've, well, I didn't think when we were kind of discussing this, this episode, I didn't think through that. Mm-hmm. Now, when we have those scenarios, I think that that's something that I've, uh, hopefully I'm certainly not there yet, but like now that we know each other a lot better and I know you a lot more, and I certainly learned a lot more about you over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. as far as like what drives certain actions and behaviors. And, and I know that if you're repeatedly saying, repeatedly saying something, mm-hmm. which I could interpret as nagging, nagging, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's some, there's something driving that behavior. And I, you know, I tend to know what that is now. And so I, mm-hmm. I have a different perspective of why something, why you're so adamant about certain things, Yeah, you know, whether, you know, there's things, and I think this is just the general you mentioned being sensitive, but I think the general kind of big picture that everyone should look at when they're considering these nagging type of arguments Mm -hmm. is take a step back and say, okay, what's, why, why is she, or why is he reacting this way? Yeah. There could be something else going on. Is fear driving it? Mm -hmm. Is, is insecurity driving it? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I think it's, it's important to have like talk through those conversations or, mm-hmm. you know, converse, talk through those situations and, yeah, and try to, you know, understand why and not react to the actual nagging, right? Yeah. Maybe take a step back, walk away. I would do that. Take yeah. a step back. I think we've done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that we do that now, probably more so now we recognize like when to take a step away. Um, you know, whether it's like a 30 minute break and then come back, mm-hmm. regroup, um, that's something that we probably didn't do in the beginning of our marriage, <laughs> but, and you know, this, a lot of this is, it's learning, yeah. but, um, you know, and to your point about sensitivity, mm-hmm. I think this is definitely something that this is what you, you brought this up to me in this conversation. I was like, Oh my gosh, I, you're right. Like, I know I've tried to evolve, uh, to mature mm-hmm. a lot of times, but I, this is definitely somewhere where I have to go is I may not care about what you're asking me to do. Mm-hmm. And selfishly think that's just not important mm-hmm. and not realize how important it is to you. Yeah. And what, what damage I'm causing by blowing you off. It's, it's basically just saying you're not important to me mm-hmm. in so many words. And so, you know, I, in our relationship that tends to be, um, I think that's the direction that that happens. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't tend to nag you about something and you just blow me off cause you don't think it's important maybe except like being on time that one you just don't care about <laughs> i'm i'm working on that <laughs> i have gotten better but I've i did hear better. i did hear a sermon where uh the pastor was talking about that bugs him too his wife like mm-hmm. it, whenever we get there we get there and the husband's always like sitting in the car you know like honking the horn yeah and one of his kids you know uh was in the car while they're waiting for mom yeah and uh he's like oh your mom's always late mm-hmm you know, like just venting 
and then the the little boy was like, wasn't she worth waiting for? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn. Schooled by a <laughs> <Got> child. <laughs> I actually think about that when I'm in the car, like, like pounding on the, <laughs> the steering wheel for you to come down. You don't honk the horn, though. I don't stopped do that. doing that. I've done that in the past. I don't remember you doing that. I do it with the boys. Um, yes, you have done it with the boys. Yeah, I think that that's that's really important. So, so yeah, well, some self, some introspection there mm-hmm. of what's driving that, and then why are you not why are you not responding? Mm-hmm. Another thing I will say, um, and this is just from a husband's perspective, mm-hmm. I think that. Um, and this is where I think a husband and I've needed to improve my communication mm-hmm. back to you around certain things is you may be nagging me about something. A lot of times it's, it's for us, it's like automotive stuff or like stuff around the house. And I'm like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I know where something is in its life cycle or in its maintenance cycle. And you keep nagging me about something. And instead of just kind of basically it's kind of going back to that emasculating thing. It's like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And instead of like communicating them back to you, like I need you to trust me here. Mm-hmm. I would just get angry. Yeah. Right. And then blow up and then it turns into a fight mm-hmm. versus yeah, you know, that it, that's a two way street, right? I need to communicate better or the, maybe I think the husbands need to be communicate better in those types of scenarios, but the wives also need to, okay, I'm going to trust my husband, mm-hmm. you know, that the brakes aren't going to just, Stop working or the breaks are a big deal. I know. <laughs> so I've had to, I'm not we going to go there about with this the No, but that's my point is that's a serious, I know. Like, and so on the automotive one, husbands, here's a good one. You can come back to kind of, uh, if it's about cars and maintenance on cars is just say, have you ever been stranded, honey? Have I ever done, you know, not kept up with the cars to the point where you've been stranded or blown a tire or brakes not worked. And the answer is always no. And then I walk away successful in my argument. Yeah, right. You're rolling the dice. So what if one day it's like, <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Oh, but that's, then that's, you can never use that ever again. Literally. I wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. But that hasn't because like, you know, I tend to know what I'm doing. And so we've, again, that's something we've both matured towards. I think I've communicated better and I think you've tended to, mm-hmm. Trust me more on those types of scenarios. Yeah. So husbands, wives, you know, I really, really, I think it's, it's a two way street, like anything Mm -hmm. in a a marriage, but just be mindful of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely goes both ways, but I think probably the best thing that we've learned with, with nagging, or at least I think I have, um, is, is taking a step back. I agree. And taking a little bit of a break, you know, because whether you're being nagged or whether you're nagging. Yeah. On both ends. I'm saying even if I'm the nagger or if you're not the nagger, whichever, Mm -hmm. it's good to just take a step away and then regroup and then just communicate that better. Yeah, I agree. Um, So obviously our listener had mentioned that um, she's controlling her husband. Yeah. And truthfully, I think, um, you know, nitpicking and nagging while they're extremely serious and can snowball into, you know, even bigger issues, um, both of them are definitely linked to controlling and controlling. I feel like is probably the most serious thing when I'm reading this, I feel like controlling can be extremely dangerous mm-hmm. on both ends, whether it's the husband doing this or the wife in any relationship. And this can take so many forms, right? It and she really didn't really can. mention. I, yeah. You know, I don't. Yeah. I mean, this is a deeper one that probably should go. I would say, you know, depending on the level of controlling mm-hmm. or control, um, is something that you probably should discuss with a counselor um, to yeah. find out what really is happening in the relationship, you know, or something internal with the wife or the husband, you know, that may really be causing this behavior. I mean, I think controlling, but let's just say, you know, we don't really know. So obviously that what level of that controlling looks like. So, um, you know, what are your thoughts on controlling? Like what different types of forms or what would yeah, this look I mean, like? You already you? hit on it, but I mean, she, she, in her statement or her question to us, she mm-hmm. started with nitpicking and nagging. And then she says she tries to control her husband. So mm-hmm. maybe she uses nitpicking and nagging to try to control him mm-hmm. in her mind. Um, she may not know any different. Maybe she grew up in a house and that's just the dynamic that her mom and dad had. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she has insecurities or things that this is where we're talking about, like 
why it's so important to mm-hmm. the couple needs to sit down and someone that's objective and can and and really see firsthand see firsthand you know, and, and help the, the each other you know help the husband and the wife to see each other's perspective and mm-hmm. kind of force that hand because um i mean i gather that in her note that she recognized, at least she recognized, I think that's for, for controlling. And this is one of the things we talked about. I think that self-recognition is key, mm-hmm. right? If you're a, con- if I'm a controlling person over you, let's say I'm trying, trying to control you and I'm intentionally trying to control you. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing until I realize it's a problem and I yeah. want to change, right? You telling me it's a problem. I'm like, I don't care. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. in that, in that type of scenario. So I think the fact that she is recognizing she's trying to control him and trying to stop is, um, I think important, mm-hmm. but like, right. When we go back to the beginning, it's controlling your spouse to that degree where it's, it's, she says driving us apart. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a marriage counseling scenario. Well, there can be different types of, I, I feel like, yeah, I didn't even I answer your women. question. Sorry. It's okay. I see women. <laughs> um, I see women that when they're trying to, or they are, controlling their husband uh, to a certain extent. I feel like the control is more along the lines of they are treating them like a child. Yes. I think I've talked about this. Instead of like we, you had mentioned it and I have seen this and it's almost like they're treating them like they're incompetent at all times, Mm -hmm. you know, like really like a child. And I don't know if some men like that. I mean, some, I mean, I'm just saying maybe some people really don't see an issue with it and they kind of like, to be under that kind of control. But that is one form of control that I feel like I see women do more so to their husbands, treating them as though they're a child versus the other way around. But there are other forms of control, whether it goes, you know, husband to wife, wife to husband, where they may really try to control every moment of their day, what they're doing every weekend, you know, who their friends are, um, you know, yeah, that's, that's abuse. That's not just controlling. That's, that's, that's I mean, deep abuse, right? But it happens. It can't, yeah. But it right. happens when people really try to control every single thing. You know how often they get to see their family members, you know, or be involved in you know certain activities. Like I don't know, health and it can be really anything to yeah. To and that we're extent. not talking about things like or controlling their spending. It can get to right where I'm. Obviously, you want to be on a budget with your spouse, but yes, there are. And I'm going to say this is more so husbands mm-hmm. where the husband right. really controls the purse strings and the wife absolutely has no say and has to ask the husband for 20 bucks. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I mean, that can take all <laughs> sorts of forms too. We could go down. Yeah. So there's so many, I don't understand. I don't, we don't understand. We don't know the why. It's the why. I don't right. know what type of control, what type of actions she's considering controlling. But if it's any one of these, and when I say, when it gets to that point of controlling someone, you know, whether they feel like they're recognizing I'm becoming a little bit or I'm trying to really mold this person into someone they're not, mm-hmm. you know, just to appease myself, you know, which obviously is, that's a selfish want, you know, in your marriage, you're supposed to be growing together you know i'm not here to make you what i what i want you know what i mean sure turning you into you know robot or whatever i want out of my husband um you know the goal should be let's grow together so i think that's a little bit of a a selfish thing you know if you're wanting to control that person yeah you know i think that uh you asked like how does what kind of forms that i think nitpicking nagging definitely you mentioned money controlling the money Mm -hmm. um or, you know, or controlling your friends who you're allowed to be on. And, and like you said, you're growing to, you need, the goal is to grow together. So mm-hmm. there are times where it's also, you have to understand that, well, the person that is, um, feeling like they're being controlled, mm-hmm. it may be something that's a very reasonable, uh, request, you know, like how so, well, if it's a newly married couple, like he shouldn't be going out to clubs with his buddies on Friday nights. If that's what he did for you really need to stop doing that, Tommy. I know I, you know, I just can't stay away. I just (laughs) like to break, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like that's one example where she may say, sweetheart, I don't think that's appropriate. And Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like you being around all those single guys all the time. Well, I don't really consider that controlling if it's things that are really unhealthy for their relationship. Well, he, That's my, no, my point together. there is, well, that my point there is the guy may not see anything wrong with it. And mm-hmm. he's like, you're just trying to control me. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. that's a maturity thing that he needs to, in that case, yeah. look at it and say, okay, wait a minute. My wife's 
that's a very reasonable request. Do you feel like I'm trying to control you when I say, please put the toilet seat down? No, that's just nitpicking <laughs> for no reason. You're trying to control my toilet paper situation with how I... How it spins? Yes, how it spins. It spins better when it's over the top. Maybe I like it to spin the other way. Well, you're just wrong. So controlling. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it, it can take, I mean, like I said, it can take so many forms. We talked about it, you know, verbally kind of... Um, manipulating your spouse with negative speak just to kind of get what you want. Yeah. And like how dangerous that is trying to break them down to the point where they do kind of give up and yeah, and they may give in, but gosh, what are you doing in the long run to this person? Yeah. You know, you're really killing their spirit. And do you really want to do that to your husband or your wife? Mm -hmm. Yeah. you, You mentioned keeping score. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So when I think of keeping score, like I think of how is that controlling? Yeah. So like more along the, the person and this could be husband or wife, but I'm going to say just from a woman's perspective that like, maybe I'm the wife that's treating you like you're a child. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, when you think about a wife who's trying to control her husband in that sense, she may say, um, well, I did this today and I did that today. What did you do? You know, and kind of like giving you instead of like a honey do list, you know, maybe like nagging you about, Oh, you know, chores Mm -hmm. or kind of like, you know, comparing, like I do more than you, that's kind of like a keeping score situation. I also think it could be a keeping score on the man's end. Like I said earlier with, I am the one who has, um, you know, what's the word, um, initiated, initiated Mm -hmm. sex the last five times, you know, that's keeping score too. That's unhealthy on both ends, you know, whether it's with chores or I feel like that's kind of a controlling thing and keeping score always makes the other person go on the defensive. Right. You're never going to be like, thanks for reminding me. Right. <laughs> I mean, but you do have to find balance for just life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so sometimes that, but that requires more mature conversations. Right. That's what I'm saying. The delivery should not be that way. Right. You know, you can go to your spouse and say, Hey, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. I need, right this, now, I need to take this off my plate. I just, I feel like the last few weeks I've cooked every meal. I would really like a night to just go take a bath and not mm-hmm. have to cook dinner. Would you mind cooking dinner tonight? Or like, can, can we break up the week a and little bit And then not, not expect anything if that was the case. What's also not, uh, I mean, we're kind of going off a tangent, but like mm-hmm. if you take us down that rabbit hole, Tommy, <laughs> well, if you asked me to do that yeah. and I did that and it would be keeping score if I then turned around and said, well, I did this for you last night. Yeah. You know, I already did that. I already took care of that or something. Mm-hmm. You just, you just, I guess it's That's more a keeping score too. It yeah. is. And, it, and if you do that aggressively, you're, you're controlling in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big difference between, I guess I'm, I think the big picture is if, and this is something, honestly, I'm, I do try to mentally kind of keep a framework or a lens mm-hmm. is, is this building our marriage or is it tearing our marriage apart? Mm-hmm. Like, is it, is it going towards each other or is it, even if it's a one little thing, it's still a small tear, right? Or it's, it's still a, we're, we're in opposite directions. Yeah. And we always want to be, you know, going towards each other and Mm -hmm. building each other up, building our marriage up. Right. Not doing anything that's going to tear it down in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. I think if you kind of have that perspective around any of this stuff of how you respond and what you do, you can be helpful. That's yeah. what I found. Right. And I think it, it's, it's caused the, it's caused me to mature on certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we both have, you yeah, know, we both absolutely. matured. I am. Um, so hopefully this was really helpful to our listener. I mean, so yeah. yeah. So back on the, we've been, we've for nitpicking and nagging, we did solutions for both. We've kind of hit it oh, yeah, pretty yeah. hard on the, on the, um, I think on the, the controlling side, as far as you know, we've kind of talked through some of the solutions, but I think that number one, I think that a lot of these controlling scenarios is going to be a, you know, don't, don't bring in your family or your mother-in-law, your, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's, you need an objective, um, resource to help work through some of those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like family's, family's not, not objective. They're not right? a neutral party. They're not a neutral yeah, party. Yeah. Just... Um, so I, but the big thing and, and kudos to this lady for, for writing in, mm-hmm. she said she's seeking resources. I think she recognizes there's an issue. Obviously mm-hmm. she, she recognizes That's the their first issue, step, recognizing especially it. when it's the level of controlling, mm-hmm. right? If you're nitpicking me about something, 
I can tell you about it and you can like, Oh crap. I didn't realize doing that or, Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. But how many times are people, you know, experiencing this and you know, they go to their spouse and they say, look, I really feel like you're nagging me or you're nitpicking. No, I'm not. You know? So I want to say kudos to this listener for recognizing it because that's the first step. But I think she's got some, some deeper, you know, and this goes into our second point. If, if you're just kind of, um, having these discussions with your spouse Mm -hmm. is, you know, or, or really ask yourself, man, what's driving my behavior? Why am I being right. looking controlling? inward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking inward, like what's driving that? Is it, you know, we talked about, am I projecting? Is my, it 2020? <laughs> well, that's right. there's a I reason. I mean, that could be a possibility it's, for some people right there's, now. You know, but... if people feel cornered, a lot of times, you know, mm-hmm. you lash out. Yeah. Um, but you know, fear, is there a fear that's mm-hmm. driving this? like an irrational fear, something that happened in your childhood. That's now mm-hmm. I have to like, if I don't have complete control over this, like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't let go of control yeah. over something or an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, we even talked about, you know, is this just a projection of something else that, like at work? If, if yeah. the spouse is away at work and their boss is just, just, you know, is it that controlling their, micromanagement right. type of, of boss. And then they, they react by, trying to control and micromanage their spouse somehow right. that like, that's going to make things better. You know, I think you've one, you have to ask yourself, mm-hmm. um, what's driving this. And then on the flip side is if it's not normal behavior, I think, mm-hmm. let's say that all of a sudden you started doing something really controlling towards me. Mm-hmm. I, I should think, and I should ask myself like hiding the chocolate chip cookies. <sighs> Well, that's just smart. <laughs> I'm going to control your sugar intake. <laughs> Please. Because I love you. <laughs> I know. Well, there'd be some anger issues on my side if that happened. No, but, you know, if if all of a sudden it's coming out of left field, like, mm-hmm. instead of maybe being angry, be if, let's say you were doing that to me or I was doing that to you, yeah. the opposite partner should say, Tommy or Jackie, what, what babe, what's driving this? Something's, mm-hmm. what what's happened? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Cause this isn't normal behavior. Right. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully you recognize that in your spouse and in yourself, but seek help for, for controlling cause controlling mm-hmm. issues can, you know, you hate for it to go down a bad path. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can, Yeah, you know, nobody likes to be controlled like that. So I think some people are maybe scared to take the next step with, um, counseling cause there's maybe a stigma around it, but I would say like, you know, who cares? You know, counseling is, you your go to counseling for important. so many other things. Yeah, your marriage is, is the most important relationship on this planet. Yeah. It you, should be, you know, mm-hmm. between husband and wife. So yeah, just get it, get it fixed. Don't let it, don't let it fester. Don't let it mm-hmm. create resentment and, and bitterness. And I think for the other things, the big thing for nitpicking and nagging is, you know, just have really, just have open communication about it mm-hmm. and approach the partner, your, your spouse, you know, with, with love and with grace. Mm-hmm. Show and try a lot to make of light of things. We do. Yeah. Have fun and make light we of things. We about, laugh about them now, right? We do. We laugh about it. Like we really do. Yeah. And have fun with it. Every time I trip over your shoes, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. He's a hoot. Every time I come downstairs and there's a pile, actually, I actually think it's funny now. I almost like, well, how many piles of dirt am I going to find that she hasn't <laughs> vacuumed up yet? You know, it's fun. Yeah. And now that like when you start thinking it that way, especially cause it's not a big deal. No, there are know? little things. But like being late and not caring about your husband wanting to be on time. That's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I love that line that like that line from that kid that I don't know, mm-hmm. like he's re- going places it resonates in my head. That kid's going to be a good husband. Well, yeah. Right. He is. Well, that isn't mom wait, worth waiting for. Yeah, he's going to be like, a great oh, husband. Oh, right. Right in the side. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are, baby. I love you. I love you too. I can't wait to see what things uh, bother us in 20 years that we laugh about. Or in 2021. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But, uh, well, we hope this was, was helpful for you guys. This is, you know, a lot of our lives, you know, we, we've gone, uh, this whole episode really is been through our lens, like, like all of our episodes are, but mm-hmm. this one's a little bit more kind of easy to talk about because we've, we've, we, if you're a younger couple and just got married, like we went through this too, mm-hmm. you know, we both had, had some, had insecurities or fears or, um, you know, just not, we just didn't have the knowledge around of how to, to live with each other. 
And so some of those things really did cause a lot of fights and things that, but if you work through it and you're both committed and you guys can, Mm -hmm. you can, can uh, you can work, move past and then have fun with it. Yeah. Work at it. It's intentional. Intentional grace is I think maybe the the two biggest words Mm -hmm. for this whole thing. Right. She's headed in the right direction. So, um, you know, the first step has been made. Yeah. Which I think is great. And asking for grace too. Yes. That, that goes a long way. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I'm, I'm working on this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We hope it was helpful for you. Thanks, guys. Have and, a great um, week. Yeah. Be yeah, sure to listen. It's almost Christmas. So if, if we don't hear from you guys or we're not able to to um, get an episode out next week because all the family coming in town and it's going to be a little crazy, we, we, we definitely have an intention to uh, do another Christmas, pre-Christmas episode. But yeah. if not, we hope you and your families have a wonderful COVID-free Christmas and um, we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.